Hello, and welcome to the Catholic Duluth Show. The Catholic Duluth Show is a parish community podcast serving the parishes of Holy Family and St. Lawrence in Duluth, Minnesota. Thank you for joining us today. My name is Daniel Rhoda, and I will be your host. And with me, for the last time, maybe, who knows, I guess we'll see. Maybe a, maybe a guest appearance sometime down maybe, the road. Maybe a guest, exp- guest appearance at some point in the future, but Father Ryan Moravitz, <clears throat> excuse me, so I'm, get, I'm getting all choked up. How are you doing today, Father? <laughs> I'm doing well. Um, overall, yeah, yeah. What number episode is this? 44. It's amazing we've done 44 of these. Yeah. Almost a full year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty crazy. Because we've been pretty consistent every week yep. doing it. And uh, yeah, it's been it's been fun to do. It's been really like easy, I think, and natural to do. And, you know, I think that that's been a big plus to it. And uh, yeah, last one. Last uh, podcast as a pastor. Oh, the library person's here. <laughs> She's going to want to get in here to do some library work, I bet. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> um, it's our podcast studio now. <laughs> it's a podcast studio at this at the current time, so feel bad about that oops <laughs> so yeah um yeah last podcast uh i move on wednesday so uh so yeah we're, we're wrapping things up and getting things ready for father eli so yeah so kind of a you know a new new time for everyone yep and uh yeah and we're gonna kind of we're gonna do a little uh stroll through memory lane a little bit yeah we're gonna talk some memories here um but first i think we'll open a prayer and then uh yeah, see what's going on right now. Okay. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Heavenly Father, we come before you today, and we, we just praise you, and we glorify you. We love you, Lord. We just acknowledge your your love and your goodness, and thank you for the day. And uh, Lord, in a special way, we thank you right now for the opportunity to, um, and the opportunities that you've given us to, to do this podcast and to, to share together in faith and uh, conversation, and those that have been able to be guests on, on the show, and uh, all of those that listen, Lord, we just pray your blessing upon us, and especially today. We also pray your blessing on the future of the parishes. Lord, I just ask for your blessing upon Father Eli as he prepares to, to come here to, to pastor your people and to journey with them, um, and your blessing upon any any podcasts in the future with him. And I uh, thank you for Dan in a special way for bringing him here and calling him here, and just ask for your blessing on him and uh, in his life and, and all that you call him to. Lord, we, we glorify you and we praise you. We thank you for the memories you've given us, the good ones, the bad ones, um, the fun ones and the tough ones, Lord. We just thank you and recognize that in your loving providence you form us unto your heart. Give us the grace to be formed, Lord, by you. Mother Mary, you who are always present with your Son, our Lord Jesus, we just ask that you intercede for us. We pray all of this through Christ our Lord. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. So... Yeah. Um, well, yeah. Let's start off with just talking about uh, what's going on, and I guess, uh, I guess, what maybe what does it look like this next week for you? Packing, packing, packing. <laughs> Actually, not not completely. I've been I've been slowly packing up the rectory and packing stuff up and getting the the house ready for Father Eli to move into. There's still quite a bit I got to do. The handmaids are going to be helping me with some stuff, and um, just kind of doing some cleaning too. I'm gonna probably get some folks in to help clean up some stuff. Uh, either Wednesday or Tuesday next week. And uh, so, yeah, it's kind of, you know, it's it's getting the rectory ready for one and both the offices kind of cleaned out and all my stuff packed up or thrown out <laughs> mm-hmm. and thrown away a lot of stuff as it goes. You know, when you move, you can kind of cleanse a little bit. And I've been doing actually a lot of it. I've been pr- proud of myself because usually I, 
I tend to carry stuff along with me. I'm a little sentimental, and so I, one of the examples I've used, I don't know if I shared last week, but one of the examples is my old philosophy papers and tests. Did I tell you oh, that no. last week? Oh, no. Yeah, so like I was going through this bin in the garage that's been in there for three years, and I have never opened it. But open it up, and there's the crate with my college philosophy tests and papers in it. And um, so I pulled it out and looked at it, which is like every time I've moved, that's what I've done, is I've pulled it out, looked at it a little bit, put it back in, and then closed it up and ship it. You know, we carried it along. This time, out they went. <laughs> um, into the garbage they went. Because uh, I, I just thought, you know, I've really, seriously, I've been carrying these things around for 18 years. Yeah. Or more, 18 to 20 years. Um, and I've never really used them or never really looked at them. I mean, like, really looked at them. You know, a couple of times I've, you know, kind of glanced at them or whatever and kind of reminisced a little bit. I was like, gotta go. You know, so it's stuff like that. There's just a whole lot of stuff that I had sitting around that I just, I just been able to kind of purge a little bit. Yeah. So anyway, so that's been, that's been a good thing. And, you know, people have been very helpful and willing to help. And so I kind of have more help than I need almost, you know. Um, yeah, it's just touching base with some people, and um, but not trying to be overwhelmed by trying to see everybody and do everything. Um, so I'm trying to strike a balance here in the in this last week. But this weekend will be great because it'll be a chance to see a lot, a lot of people. Um, some people have been coming to daily masses because they don't come on the weekend masses and been saying kind of goodbye and everything like that and the thank yous and stuff like that. So Saturday um, after the 6 p.m. mass down at Holy Family, we'll have a little kind of social time and a chance to... To, you know, do those those thank yous and goodbyes and that kind of stuff. And then Sunday after the 11 o'clock Mass here at St. Lawrence, we'll do the same. And so a couple opportunities to be able to, to just be here at Mass and to be able to say say goodbyes and everything like that and um, and thank yous. And so, so yeah, um, so that's good. Uh, yeah, and then Monday, Tuesday is going to be, we'll have Masses in the mornings on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. But those days are going to be a lot of just wrap-up stuff and getting stuff wrapped up in the office and re ready to go for Father Eli and making sure the rectory is in, in good order for him to just be able to come in and then settle in and do what he wants with the house. Um, my goal is that, you know, there's really no sign or remnants of me in that house um, in terms of any of my stuff. Or uh, my big thing is holes in the walls. <laughs> From like pictures and yeah, stuff. Yeah, right? because I got a lot of pictures and I got a lot of like artwork that I love. So I had it just in every room. And then it, people saw, you know, people in the, the daily updates I was doing, you know, the show and tell room. You know, that room was kind of like a sitting and prayer room for me. And uh, that room, I started taking all of it down and getting it ready. The sisters are going to wrap it all up in bubble tape and stuff like that. Or not bubble tape, bubble wrap. <laughs> bubble tape's bubble gummy. Remember bubble tape? No, I don't. You don't? Wait. You're too. You're too young. Me? I don't that know. That was the stuff Maybe. that that was the bubble gum that came out like a like tape, like in long strands. It was like six feet of it in a, in a case. Uh, I I I think so. Okay. I think so. There was like there was like a pink one. And a yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. There was a pink okay. one. I think there was grape too. Yeah. So yeah, not bubble tape. Bubble wrap. Um. So yeah, but then looked up at the walls and I was like, oh my goodness, look at all the nails. So you gotta. Make sure that gets done. I'm not gonna can't leave all those in the walls. I gotta yeah. clean the walls up for them. Um, so yeah, I mean it's just stuff like that, and um, trying to see folks. And you know, I got a couple of meals planned with some people, but not many. Um, so yeah, that's kind of that's that's the plan here in the next yeah 
five, six days. We had a great staff. We had a little staff party last night. Yeah, that was fun. Um, which was a lot of fun. Um, most all the staff was able to come, and we just had a little barbecue over at the rectory, and uh, yeah, just had some fun with that. And you know, it was good to just kind of hang out and be together. And and you know, spouses came as well. So kind of we do usually we do a Christmas party, you know. And so it's kind of okay. Let's do a one last hurrah here. So yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, and so last week we you know we talked about. Um, like having regrets and like looking back and and uh, and so we're, I, we're kind of to a certain extent building off that from like last week, but we're gonna talk about just like memories yeah. this week. Um, so you know, I we're, we're, whenever we we go to something new or um or I I guess there could be like other just things in our daily lives that just like you know bring back these memories or these kind of yeah. like random memories. Sometimes you just think about like, oh, remember that um. Or like even for me, sometimes it's you just forget about things that have happened um, along the way. Yep. Um, just 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 because of life, you know. And so to be able to like look back and think about some of those things, I'm like, oh yeah, remember like during when when that happened, or um, oh I can't believe that that happened. <laughs> yep. <laughs> or just uh, yeah, I, you know, we 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 just have all these memories like with us. That's that's one of those things that are just that's always with us. So. Yeah, and I think it's you know it's always good to recall those memories because you remember where you know it's always like don't forget where you came from and our memories allow us to remember like where we've been and it doesn't keep us stuck there but it, it just remembers like okay these are the things that have impacted my life and every little little and big thing um so it's good it's always great to just recall memories you know in on spiritual retreats or a lot of times people in their spiritual lives will have a spiritual journal and it, it's always good to like go back sometimes and read through your spiritual journal because it show you remember like oh yeah I remember that in prayer, and you're probably in a whole different place in life now or in your prayer life, but you can kind of see the progress or you can sort of see the threads of grace, as mm-hmm. you look back and kind of piece it together and recollect on it. You know this often happens when somebody dies, right? Like when when a loved one dies, it's then that we start to like we sit around and we share those memories and we start sharing stories stuff we have forgot about or haven't talked about in a long yeah. time and there's this thread that comes out usually um as as you know you talk about somebody who's who's gone before us there's a thread in the stories usually so as a priest oftentimes you get to sit with the family and listen to them tell these stories and you get even if you don't know the person you see this thread of who they were and some of the things in their life and um so memory is always a good thing and it's something to recall i you know, just packing too, like all these memories come up. Cause yeah. Like I see pictures and, you know, you're pulling stuff out of the drunk drawer and you're going, man, that happened two and a half years ago. I forgot about that. <laughs> sometimes you're going, thanks be to God, I forgot about that. And then sometimes <laughs> yeah. you're going like, oh, oh man, <laughs> wish I hadn't kind of forgot about that. I'm glad I'm being remember- reminded of it. So Yeah. So yeah, let's talk memories. All right. Yeah. Let's do it. Um. You know, you had talked to me earlier in the week about, like, let's talk memories, uh, you know, in, in the podcast. So I wrote some things down. And it was like, well, there's good memories, there's bad memories, you know. There really are, and that's part of the reality. So yeah. let's talk about those, yeah? You know, I was thinking back to um, the the first day that I got here. Um, and it's no secret that I, I, when I got here, it was it was a tense kind of divided situation and one that... You know, when I entered, it was it was really difficult. It was difficult for the the folks here because 
they were, were having a hard time understanding like um, Father Bill's retirement and how that happened, and they were having a tough time understanding Bishop's decision in that. And then um, they didn't know anything about me. Um, you know, I really didn't know many people here, and so I was just kind of a, I was a young priest coming in who, you know, people people weren't ready for the change, or there was just a, it was a dynamic that was super difficult, and I knew it, you know, because, you know, you're kind of watching parish websites and bulletins and stuff, and you saw some of that in there, and, you know, I get word from a few different people in Duluth, you know, um, so when I got here, it was a really stressful time because it was like, man, you know, you, I really, it was like the temptation was to not feel welcomed at all. And I know that that wasn't the case, but there was definitely a sense of that, you know. And um, and so there was there was an anticipation of that. And, an, and when I got here, when we pulled into the driveway, the garage door of the rectory and the, the pavement in the rectory were full of like welcome notes from all the youth. So Karen had all these families like put together like a welcome kind of thing on the garage and on the on the pavement, which was a real grace um, and a blessing to kind of to pull up and go, okay, <laughs> um, you know that's good. Um, and so I was I was just remembering and recollecting that kind of that first week, and I remember my very first mass. Um, a couple of things about the first masses here that weekend. Uh, one is when I got up to the front and looked out, I was like, oh my goodness, there's a number of old high school classmates sitting in the pews. And and then I, and also at Holy Family, my old college roommate was sitting in the pew. <laughs> and I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> this, I don't know, this is not good. <laughs> um, so I remember that kind of being sort of a relief because there were some familiar faces, and I had already yeah. known there was going to be just a, just a few familiar faces, but it was good to see some some of those faces as well. But in my homily, I'm, my opening line um, had to do with you know you know I have a big question that I've been pondering, and everybody's kind of like, "What's he going to say?" You know, and I said, "I'm just wondering." who's more nervous right now, you or me, you know? <laughs> Everybody laughed, and I, it kind of broke the ice because I knew they were nervous. Yeah. And I was I was extremely nervous. I kind of joke, like, I guarantee you I'm more nervous and scared right now standing up here in front of all of you than you are of me coming in here, you know? So it was kind of like I had to acknowledge the reality that that's where it was at, you know? And, yeah. um But also kind of break the ice and say, you know, because for me it's like, well, let's – let's confront it let's deal with it let's talk about it let's let's get it out there but let's do that in christian charity and let's do that in love and and let's journey through the kind of difficulty of change and transition and newness um that that sometimes comes you know with that and so you know that's kind of that those first memories as i look back on it they're like good and bad actually at the same time yeah well and and i i think the, the there's times too where if we were like think back of on a time and only remember like the bad part or only remember remember the good part when in reality there is both there yeah there really you know? is usually right you know if we go through like um like like a, a a really tough time but then kind of look back on it with like um or like some sometimes i'll even have this where like i'll have like actually like a sense of like oh i i i, I kind of miss that when you actually forget about how difficult it yeah. was yeah yeah and y- y- yeah, because there's always like all those elements to it. Uh, 
and God's grace can be present in all those things. And boy, did it, it, it stretched me and it helped me to grow, you know, in a lot of different things. So, yeah. So, yeah. Um, well, you know, I got a whole list here, you know, um, you know, one of the early, one of the early on really like great things that, that brought me joy and started to make me feel connected here was the mission trip to Knoxville, um, Tennessee with Karen and okay. a bunch yep. of kids and families and, um, you know, Karen really pushed me, um, to come on the trip and, and I did and it was, it was a huge blessing. So was that right, like right after you got here then basically? Um, I'm trying to, I don't, I, I don't remember if it was that first summer or the, or the summer after, okay. um, one, two. I think it was this. It was this, like the second summer, so it wasn't okay. right away. I don't think okay. it was that August. I think it was the following one. So we had gone through a year of just people kind of, you know, trying to get to know each other, and it was it was kind of a rough year because there was some dynamics, right? Like we just talked about. But went on the Knoxville, Tennessee trip, and you know those kids and parents were so fantastic, and it was so much fun, you know, and. Uh, you know, I would crank good old Rocky Top, Rocky Top, Tennessee. Like, that's a fun memory for all of us that were on that trip because we would crank that song. And uh, we actually went through Rocky Top, Tennessee, you know. We, we played it, and all, the whole bus was singing it. Um, it was one of those fun memories yeah. um, from that trip. And uh, you know what? I know it was the second summer because we celebrated my 10th um, anniversary out there okay. of priesthood. So we were there in June. And so it would have been, yeah, that, that first full summer here. And... Um, you know they they were just great on my anniversary and we just had we just had a lot of fun. Um, their their birthday gift to me was was time and adoration together on the night of my birthday. So they said we have a birthday surprise for you or we want to give you this. So they gave me time in prayer with them, which for me is such an important thing. And they they had learned that about me. So let's talk about like faith formation and what we've done with on Wednesday nights because all of those memories from Wednesday nights and. You know, we, we had to walk people through thinking about catechesis in a different way or religious education in a different way, you know. And I, I just believe that there's a, there's a generational shift that's happening. I know there is. I don't just believe it. I know there is. And I know that we, we are taking a different approach, and we need to take a different approach. And so walking families through all of that, too, in that first year and then getting to know people in the summer and then going to the second year, the big thing was... It's time for our young people and our families to spend time with Jesus in the Eucharist. And, you know, and it's my strong opinion that if there's anything we do, we have to provide opportunities um, for our young people to be touched and spoken to in their hearts by Jesus Christ present in the Eucharist. And so to put them in adoration and to be with them in adoration is one of my favorite things. Um, and I'm always very, very moved whenever we're in adoration together in you know, I, I just think that, so that's another memory, kind of like both from the mission trip, but also just with our young people, is sort of this cultivating and allowing people to grow in their relationship with Jesus Christ in the Eucharist. And, you know, I think of all the Wednesday nights, you know, um, just through my priesthood, too, of, like, those are, those are so, so important. Um, and so, yeah, so... You know, that's kind of our, some of the, I guess, the Wednesday night memories, too, because, you know, to walk families and people through 
through what we did with our Wednesday night program. You know, that, that I wasn't easy, and I'd done it before in previous parishes. Because you do, you have some fallout. Yeah. You know? And the fallout's always like, those are some tough memories, you know? <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, people basically say, we're leaving then, and, like, that hurts, and it's sad. But you also know, like, but I, you know, it's kind of like, that's always as a priest, you look when G- people walked away from Jesus, you know? And you just kind of go, well, I, I can't appease them all, but I know this is the right thing to do. Um, I know it's the right thing for those that want to grow in their relationship with Jesus and not just, you know, get the sacrament and, and go on their merry way. Yeah. So it's like I, I just don't believe in catering to that anymore. And so we've really shifted to that in some different ways. And it's not that they were, you know, the program here was really doing some of that already, but it was still, yeah, it, it was still... We just we made some shifts with it, and particularly we're providing that adoration time, and uh, that was a big step and, and really important. So, so yeah, those are some of the things we've done. Um, uh, you know, I was I was thinking back to some of our. There's two big snowstorms while I was here. Okay. Yep. Um, the first one was it wasn't quite as big as this one this last year on December first, but it was. I think it was my f- it was my first winter here, and we had brought um, oh, his name is slipping me, but we we did the shroud encounter. So there's this foremost expert that I know. We we got him here to bring his shroud display, the shroud of Turin display, and give it give it the talk on the science behind the shroud and what they discovered with it, and then the faith and the message behind it and what he believes is the message behind it, the shroud. And so, you know, we, we had hyped it up. We did everything in terms of, you know, right advertising, invited the whole city, you know, and that St. Lawrence is going to be hosting this. So it was like everybody was pumped up for it, right? Well, this storm came in, and it was like a, it was a Saturday evening because I think we had mass at 5, and then the, the presentation was going to be at 7. Well, this huge snowstorm was coming in, and it was like, oh. You know, we flew this guy all the way in. There's this huge snowstorm. Nobody's going to show up. I think we had like 300 people show up. Oh, wow. It was like two or 300 people. He was looking at pictures, and I was like, remember, we, we like filled the church in the middle of a snowstorm, and people loved it. Um, we're fascinated by what he brought, and it was just such a, f- a fun moment, um, you know, to celebrate and to do that. And then I watched people from all over the city came out to it in the midst of the snowstorm, and you know, people got stuck on the way home, or there was problems when they left here. Um, but they stuck it out and they came, and I, it was such a fun night and uh, for me a really good memory. Looking back, um, it was a it was a stepping point of like kind of getting to know one another and uh, seeing some of the fun things we could do together. So, so yeah, yeah, that's awesome. You weren't here for that though. No, no, that that was that was before me. I was here for the, for the second snowstorm though. So yeah, the second snowstorm. Let's talk about that day. Oof, the, yeah, so the second snowstorm. You know, woke up that morning. Looked outside and was like, yeah, n- nobody's going anywhere. I mean, you know, Morris Thomas wasn't plowed. There was however much snow in the parking lot. So I remember, you know, that morning because I, I went Facebook Live. And it was kind of the start of like, I never, I, I maybe a couple times done Facebook Live. But it was like kind of like, I think it almost like teed it up to like go Facebook Live when we got to February and March and everything got weird, you know. But that morning I went out on Facebook Live early and snowshoed around the church and was like snowshoeing up on the big banks, you know, and showing people like what was going on and there wouldn't be any mass. So we were kind of announcing there's no mass, like, you know, look, take a look at the church. 
got done with that and then came back to the house, but then decided, well, I'm going to go over and do a holy hour. Forgot my phone at the house that morning, which was I always say was a big grace. Came over to the church, was excited because I, I knew nobody was going to be coming in. So I could just really, like, freely pray and not... In the back of my mind, I was like, is somebody going to come in or whatever? Um, so just really had the freedom to pray and had a beautiful, beautiful holy hour and a really beautiful grace at the end of my holy hour. And went back over to the house, picked up my phone, and, you know, the phone was blown up with texts and phone calls. And it was that Bishop Serba had died, actually, in the time that I actually, right around when I began the holy hour. Um, and that word got out really quick because people heard it on the scanners and priests called priests and that that travels really fast. And so that's a morning um, I'll never forget. There were some really beautiful graces in it. Um, and there was a sadness through the day. And it was tough because we were all stuck at home and couldn't come together, you know. So it was like yeah. I was stuck at home alone that day. And, you know, all, you wanted to, all I wanted to do was, like, be with the people here. Or be w- with my brother priest, but we really couldn't get anywhere throughout the day. And yeah, we had a, a, a late evening mass. We did have a late evening mass because we got part of the, the the parking lot plowed and stuff. Yep. Yeah. But that's something I'll never forget. Obviously, that's one of those days. You know where we're those those big days. You know, you talk about like where were you on nine eleven? Um, were you even born? <laughs> yes. Yes, I was in third grade. Okay. <laughs> I remember seeing it on the TV. But that's one of those days, you know, where were you when, when Bishop Serba died? Because, you know, a lot of us were just very close to him, and it was such a, a shock. You know, it was, it was one of those, it was kind of traumatic because it was so unexpected. So, anyways, so that's a, that's a, that's a memory. Yeah. And the snowstorms. Uh, you know, some other little things probably, you know, that I wrote down, like bingo calling. You know, I love to call bingo. And almost anybody that knows me or any parish that I've been in, people know that. And so I had some chances here to call bingo. And it, it, for me, it's just always fun. So there's been some really neat little friendships and uh, uh, fun things that have come of that because I, I like to have some fun when I'm bingo calling. And so usually there's a fair, some laughter and some goofiness to it. And so we have a lot of, I have a lot of fun with it when I'm calling. And so I look at those memories, and those are some good memories and some things all, and some folks that I'll particularly remember from bingo calling. Um, uh, that it ha- that would you know, it's just a, g- a good memory. Um, the All Saints parties. So when the sisters oh, yeah. got here, you know, they wanted to do an All Saints party, and so I said, "Yeah, great, let's do it." Um, and so we've had we had a couple All Saints parties where people came and dressed up as saints, and we had fun and had games and stuff like that, and then went in for adoration. Um, I always chuckled, like, you know, you're dressed up as a saint and sitting in the chapel, you know, in adoration. It was always kind of a, makes you think about heaven, you know. And and this past year, it was really, I I think one of the more vivid memories is um, being in the church. um, And I had, you know, we we do exposition earlier. So when we go in, you know, there's already adoration going on. So when we kind of invite everybody to go in there, well, I'd gone and I'd sat maybe three-quarters of the way back, and Bishop Serba sat on the other side of the church, like down the same pew, but over on the other side of the church. And uh, I remember, you know, looking at him, and he was, you know, kind of dressed up as a saint, uh, basically dressed up as a bishop, and <laughs> just called himself one of the saints, right? Bishop Baraga. 
I remember looking over at him and then looking over at everybody else. And I remember thinking like, wow, you know, what's heaven going to be like, you know, before the throne of God, all of us together in heaven. And uh, look back on that memory, like a vivid memory of seeing him kneeling, kind of praying towards the back of the church and all the young people. And well, it wasn't just young people, but kneeling and praying. It's just a really clear picture in my memory right now. Um, so, yeah, so the All Saints parties uh, that the sisters put on. So, like, you know, I mean, that moves me to the memories of the handmaids, you know, and the handmaids come in here, uh, which was a big thing here. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people maybe don't know the full story behind some of that, that, you know, down at Holy Family, we were we were talking with uh, um, the maternity home that's now downtown. We were talking with them about using the rectory as a maternity home, you know, for um, for moms in need and... Uh, and then using even the basement level for some maybe some classes for them or whatever. And, you know, I was kind of pushing it, and the, the council was really hesitant. They weren't sure about it. And so we were in the midst of that conversation and just seeing, like, well, what would it look like and how would it work and what do we think? And Bishop had called me, Bishop Serba called and said, you know, hey, uh, I'd like to talk to you about something. And I was like, okay, he said, let's do dinner. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> he's, he's asking me to go to dinner like there's something up. So we went to dinner, and we talked our usual, like, vocation stuff in life and how are things going. And then at the end of dinner, he uh, he said, so um, he says, you know, the, the handmaids would like to come to Duluth. And I was like, well, yeah, I know. I, said, I've always teased mother, and I know you're close with her. And I said, you know, I'm getting to know them. I, I told them, hey, why don't you come here, you know? And so I said, yeah, great. You know, he says, well, yeah, so they want to come. I was like, okay. And they want to come to Holy Family. I was like, okay, so what do we, so he was basically, so he was like, so, you know, I don't know about, I know what you're thinking and what you're, you know, some of the conversations you're having with some people in town about, you know, what maybe you could use the Holy Family rectory for and stuff. And he said, but the handmaids want to come. And I was like, yeah, okay. I said, you know, he says, well, they want to kind of come soon. And I was like, yeah, maybe five years down the road or three years down the road, you know, my mother kind of said, and I know they're, you know, moving into a house in the cities right now and they're getting that ready. And he said, no, sooner than that. I was like, like when? And it was, like, it was April. He says like, end of May. <laughs> and I looked at him and I was like, like eight weeks, what? Or... And he smiled at me and gave me his like chuckle, his good laugh. I said, are you serious? He says, yeah. He says, they want to come this summer. They want to, they want to start moving up into May. Do you think it's possible? And I said, I think so, absolutely. I said, let me talk to the council and let's let's talk. You know, I have to talk to them and see what they're thinking and what that means. And uh, kind of the rest is history. But you know, it was conversations with the with the finance council down at Holy Family and of what that means and what that looks like and what they'll do and who the heck are they <laughs> and what does that mean for the rest of the staff and you know how is how would it work with the house and what do, what do we need to do to the house and everything. Um, but we got we got rolling on it really quick. It happened so fast, and I mean, we they came in and we tore that house apart, and you know they did the handmade thing to it, and it is such a nice house right now um, for them, and it's such a perfect place, and we you see it all in God's divine providence, you know that they're here and uh, serving with Stella Maris and in the, the parishes here, and just their presence is the big thing, and you know. People would ask, like, what are they going to do? And I said, that's not important. People would be like, what do you mean it's not important? It's like, the most important thing is who they are and their vocation.
and the witness that that, that, that 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 brings to us as a community. So who they are as brides of Christ, if you will, present in our midst is the best thing. So don't worry about the, what they're going to do. You know, people will be like, we just want to know what they do. I said, no, that's what you need to know. That's what you need to focus on is that the presence of their vocations and their love for the Lord is, is the greatest thing that they, that they bring here. And, you know, after that, yeah, we'll worry about what they do. Yeah. You know? And I think people started to realize that and have come to realize that, that them just being present in our midst and being our friends is a beautiful blessing, you know, and that's the best thing about having the handmaids. So, so yeah, we brought the handmaids here. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. You know, some of the other things that happened outside the parish were certainly Mater Dei Apostolate. You know, for the first time ever, um, Duluth had a ninth grade class. And it's unconventional. It's a hybrid model of education. But we, f we finally got that big, heavy plane off the ground after 40-some years and got a ninth grade class. Um, and that happened at Holy Family through a parent-led board that started it. And uh, God put all these pieces in place. It was amazing to kind of watch some of the pieces come into place, especially some of the instructors and some of the families. And just a beautiful year. Um, it was about 12 students overall that participated in some way. And, you know, looking into next year, the, a lot of them are going to move on to that sophomore year, and then there's a, a freshman class coming in again. So that's been an exciting thing in my time here and certainly a memory that I just remember like I was here, you know, and we got that started. You know, the Stella Maris adventure uh, is a great memory, a challenging one for me. I, I had a, went through the Call to Be One process, and as that ended, I ended up moving here. Stella Maris came together um, and uh, served on that board for a bit. And really, ultimately, I, I, was, I had taken on too much on my plate and ultimately needed to step away because I was, I was overwhelmed in my head with everything going on because there was a lot of other stuff going on yeah. in the midst of that. So that was one thing I, you know, in the conversation with Bishop that I ended up, and it was painful for me and humbling for me to have to do that um, because I could see that uh, in the midst of sort of the stressors and sort of having too much on my plate, I was, I was not, uh, I wasn't myself, you know, and was starting to recognize that and had to start to step back on some things. Which also, you know, we did Real Presence Radio. Uh, that kind of was just getting started when I got here, and Father Rich and I had the show on Real Presence Radio, and that was a f that's been a fun memory, and a, a one that I'll always hold dear, and hope to be able to participate with Real Presence Radio in the future. Um, such a such a fun uh, memory. Um, some of those banquets, but also the show, the weekly show with Father Rich. So, um, yeah, those are some of the things outside the parish. Um, Man, my, you know, when you start remembering certain memories, it just rolls one to the next, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, you know, more recently, too, you know, as I think about going back to last summer, you know, we brought you on board, Dan, and we kind of got some communication things rolling, and we had the big parish picnic. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which is that was fun. That was I, I remember the the thing I remember from that is getting absolutely burnt to a crisp. Oh, I remember that too from sitting on that stage because oh, that sun so was hot. coming right down on us. Ugh. but it was a fun day. Yeah, you know, it was a great turnout, and it was a it was that stepping stepping point of coming out of a tough time 
of the merger and the closing of St. Joe's and, you know, trying to bring the community together, keep the community together, all those different things. And, you know, we took a lot of, like, thought out and meaningful steps. But that was kind of a fruition of all that hard work. And, you know, it was such a great event. And I do, I think it started to help us work together, which was, in a big way, the goal. Like, let's work together as a cluster, recognizing, mm-hmm. yeah, we're individual parishes and we've just lost one which was a sad thing, but we still have to go forward, you know, and those that want to go forward together, let's go forward together, you know, and that was kind of the goal is let's move forward together. And, and we did that. So the, the picnic is a great memory and uh, it was a fun thing. But then, I, you know, so to look back on too the closure of St. Joe's and the memories on that, that was a, that was a super learning experience. And, uh, you know, I made my mistakes along the way and others did as well. <laughs> You know, um, but we grew and we learned, uh, and I, I'm proud of what we did. Um, you know, with the, you know, we know that it's been appealed um, to Rome, and that process is still in play. Um, part of that, I had to put together basically a, a you know, a folder, or a, a file on everything that we did, and so, you know, I got we got putting everything together, all the letters we sent out, and the updates, meeting minutes. You know all the decisions and documents and everything, um, and it's a it's a thick document. It's about um, yeah. it's about ninety pages of material. And you know, I remember putting that together and and at the end going, you know what? I don't think there's any perfect way to do this, or there's any easy way to do it. But I I do think that we went about it, and and really really strive to to walk people through the grieving process of that closure, um, I didn't want to come in and, like, you know, just sort of cut the head off the snake, if you will, as they say, like, just close it and be done with it. I really wanted to, like, came in, wanted to get to know people, wanted to assess the situation, too. Had some good conversations with Bishop Serba about, like, the dynamics of, is this right for the strategic plan? And I went back and forth on it a little bit, but you know, knew that, that it needed to happen, and, and, and I, we did it. Um, there's certainly some heartache, um, certainly some frustration and sadness, you know, and there's still, I know it's still out there for some folks, um, but I do know that we journeyed in a, in a, in a good way. Um, and it was difficult. It was a super difficult thing to do. Some of my worst memories are having to get up in the pulpit knowing what I needed to let people know about dates and closures and letters from Bishop and all those different things. Ugh, those are agonizing weeks and mornings, like anticipating it and going through it. Usually at the end of it, it was good because there was just a lot of people that were very, very loving and good. Um, there were people, too, that were not very nice. You know, I mean, those are bad memories. And, you know, I don't harbor any ill will or anything, but it's just like that. That was part of the reality, too, and certainly memories that aren't are like tough memories. Yeah. You know, there were people that would literally, they would walk by you and intentionally, like, not shake your hand or not look at you, not say things. Sometimes they would say <laughs> things, you know. And I always had to step back and, like, I get it. I get I get why you're angry. I do. I'm frustrated that you're angry. But I, I always had to step back and realize, yeah, I get why you're angry. And I get why, you know, it's coming out at me. I get that, too, you know. Um, so, yeah, it, you know, those are those are some memories that, Certainly, where there's a lot of learning, a lot of growing. Felt a lot of love and felt a, a lot of stuff that w- 
that was negative emotions, I guess I would just maybe call it because I don't yeah. want to say people weren't, you know, I, were hateful or anything like that. I think it was just, you know, when we're sad or we're angry, you know, things come out. It happened to me too. There was moments, you know, I talked about regret last week. You know, there were moments where I was angry, I was frustrated, I was tired, I was worn out, all those different things. And you you do things that you look back and you go, what the heck was I thinking, you know, um, in terms of that frustration. And so, yeah, that, that process, there was, like we were talking earlier, there's like good things and, you know, tough memories in the midst of it. But I look back and you can see threads of grace and goodness and growth, you know. Um, I do... Th- I'm going to think out loud here with you, maybe here a little bit. I know I'm talking a lot. What time is it? What are we doing? I'm rolling, huh? Yeah. Uh, I do have a, a deepening sense of humility, t- and I, I say that humbly. <laughs> <laughs> but I think if there's... As humble as you can. Yeah, yeah. right? I, I do. I, I just... I, I think and I hope and I pray that I'm growing in, in good humility that will bring me to a more, even more mature and healthy place as a priest. Um, so I'm trying to just really be open to that and to, because I think that's the forward movement of, for God in my life is a deepened sense of humility um, in every good way. Uh, and so, so you know, I'm, I'm kind of like processing some of that and in prayer and in, in thinking and looking back on some of these memories too because there's a lot of very humbling moments or, or difficult ones where I wanted to cry, I wanted to scream, <laughs> I wanted to quit, <laughs> you know, all those different things. And so I think those have been really good for me as I look back on it, you know, and kind of looking like at the whole regret thing. It's like, well, what does that mean to grow then in humility, you know? Um, so, yeah. Uh You know, that's most of the things on my l- on my list, you know, other than, you know, we end in COVID and the memories yeah. from COVID and show and tell, show and tell. Did I talk about any of that yet? Uh, today, no. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, I think, not yet. you know, uh, some of the staff joke about how, you know, the country shut down on my birthday. So March 12th was my birthday. Mar- the night of March 11th, the NBA closed three of the games, right? And mm-hmm. the next day they canceled the season or they, they stopped the season yeah. and everything else followed, right? So they joked about on my birthday, the country shut down. And so, yeah, we've kind of journeyed through this COVID thing together and, you know, I think the memories of bringing you on board and everything we've done through through this, you really set us up to be able to journey through this in a good way um, by setting up website and communication lines and we kind of had everything ready from social media and and flock note and different things so lots of memories certainly from these last couple months um yeah and then certainly the surprise well it was the surprise of father peter becoming a bishop yeah and the morning that was announced i think every priest in the diocese went oh oh yeah the domino is falling from there what's going to happen because the deck is going to get shuffled it has to who's going to get shuffled and in the back of my head i thought oh no kind of knowing some of the dynamics. And, uh, yeah, so when Father Bissonnette called, I was like, ugh. You know, we are just getting started, so I'm kind of mourning that and having to let go of all these memories and, and knowing how far we've come in three years and 
where we're headed, you know, and where I believe these parishes are headed. It's I think you got some good graces and exciting times ahead, um, and some some deep renewal. So, so yeah, yeah. How's that for memory? It's good. Uh and you know, uh, there's a lot of personal memories too. You know, a lot of folks that just have been really good, and whether it's meals at their homes or whatever, I just am really grateful to everybody out there who, who in so many ways have just become friends. You know? Yeah, well, and I, I feel like the word you just said, grateful, is something that, like, looking up, like, upon memories, that's just, like, something that is so good to, to realize. It's, like, how how much we can, like, we can be grateful for. Because in the moment, it doesn't always seem... Right. Uh, like, just thinking about, like, oh, uh, like, we don't... I like actively think about like what we're thankful for or like yep. how, how much we appreciate other people or even just the things that God has given us or the experiences that we've had. Yep. But to be able to like look back through the memories and think about, Oh, like, like even if it's something that was tough is like, I'm super grateful that we're able to do that yeah, or that that happened or that yeah. I met that person or whatever. Yeah. This weekend I'll share a little, thing called bits and pieces and it's it's something that for me it's the people that come in and out of our lives are it's a little poem you know and it is like you have to be grateful for the good and the bad you know or the the easy and the difficult and all of it you know yeah wow all the memories <laughs> you know the women of the word like i think of like how that got started and where it how it developed and where it's at now i just think it's in an it's in like a nice healthy spot where god wanted it to be and wants it to be um you know i, I think that that's a really good thing i think uh, there's some good memories with that group and uh the knights and the friars there's good memories with those guys and you know the 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 work at the rectory um that rectory was tired when i got here and i'm I'm proud of what we did, and I think it was super important what we did. And the bills at, the, at that rectory are down, down, down now. It's I mean, it's such a more efficient and up-to-date house. It's going to make that money back really fast. It was sharing that with some people last night. And, you know, there's a lot of fun memories of doing that. Lots of people pitching in and helping out. Um, lots of different improvements we made down at Holy Family. could sit here and talk for another two hours probably but i won't well well as we kind of wrap up i guess any 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 final words no just continue to be good to one another you know that's kind of something that i've in the midst of everything here i've just continued to tell myself you gotta just be good to yourself be good to others and i've just encouraged people through through everything we've gone through you know you think of like the bankruptcy thing. I mean, we had to go oh, through yeah. that while yeah. I was here. And the payouts to the bankruptcy and the letters that had to be read through that. Ugh, talk about stressful. I was so sick of reading letters and these announcements that were bad news, you know. Um, but through it all, it was just, I was just, I know this is tough, but be good to one another, you know. Um, even if you're angry and you need to yell it out, like, be good in the midst of it, you know. And I always had to come back to that, you know. I gotta, I gotta try to be good to myself and good to others. And um, I never failed at times, you know. But so yeah, I guess I, I, maybe the parting word is, you know, continue to be good to one another. 
be good to Father Eli. You know, I got a lot of confidence you will be. You know, and you know, every pastor comes in and he's going to bring in a new gift and a new charism. He's going to have some new ideas. He's going to do some different things. He's going to make changes or adjustments. I don't like the word change, adjustments. Um, he's going to make adjustments, you know. Um, let him, you know, walk with him in that. See what it brings to you, you know. And there was a lot of adjustments we made where people were like fighting it, but now we kind of get back on the on the uh, like a new normal or new reality and the, there's a lot of like oh this is actually really great <laughs> you know um and it's funny and I'll, I'll so yeah just be open to what father eli wants to do and certainly share with him and be honest and have good conversation he's a he's a great guy um but be good with him and, and let him lead let him lead let him be your pastor and follow his lead um and you know yeah not blindly whatever but let him lead. Let him lead you and see where it goes. I, I, th I think it's going to be really, really beautiful. Uh, and trust in that. So I guess that would be a parting word. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love everybody. And uh, many blessings and peace be with you. And, and I remember, I'm not going to the moon. You know. Um, now you're going to heaven. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah, dance from Brainerd. <laughs> So, and I'm certainly through Duluth, and there'll be opportunities to see see each other at, you know, chrism masses and ordinations and, you know, different diocesan events and always times where I'll swing through the parish or whatever. So, you know, I'm super grateful. So thank you. Love you. Going to miss you. And, uh, but, you know, we're, st we're all one church and we're one diocese. So, you know, we'll see you later. <laughs> yeah, well, thank you so much, Father Ryan, for everything. These, over these last three years um, that you've done for these parishes. You're welcome. And, uh, yeah, hopefully we'll all be able to see you around along the way. Oh, yeah, absolutely. May God bless you, and may Jesus Christ.